0: The city and South Cambridgeshire. Susie Thorpe. Cambridge
1: 105
0: Radio.
2: Cambridge Climate Change Emergency. Stefan Hazelwimmer, along with his colleagues Hugh Hunt and Shan Tanya, and they're in the studio this morning. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning.
2: Very nice to have you here. Now we want—I mean, what caught my eye was the carbon emissions map for Cambridge. Now I'd like to talk about that. That is one of the main things I'd like to talk about. But let's find out what you three are all about. So, um, Stefan, tell me a little bit about you. What's the? What's your background here?
0: Uh, so I'm a bit of a sort of social entrepreneur, uh, a bit of a writer as well, um, and I set up the uh, Cambridge Climate Emergency last uh, March of last year just to kind of try and make some action happen across Cambridgeshire, so uh, so that's what, what I'm all about.
3: Excellent. Uh, Shan. What what's your involvement here? Uh, so I'm an engineering student um, at King's College, Cambridge, um, and I've always been really keen to get involved in climate-related stuff, but this was such an amazing opportunity, and um, Yeah, so doing a lot this year. Thank you. And Hugh, what's your background here?
1: So I'm also in the engineering department. I lecture there and I'm at Trinity College. It's been uh, a while um, since David Mackay died. He was one of Cambridge's big figures in in climate and sustainability and sustainable energy. Um, And we set up the Cambridge Climate Lecture Series to remember him. But recently we've been trying to get students act Active in actually measuring things so that we can understand more about our impact uh, as Cambridge and as the city and as the, the university and as colleges on our carbon emissions. And Sean has been uh, very helpful in getting the students active in this.
2: Okay, so let that, gosh, there's lots of interesting stuff here. So the carbon emissions map, this is what you're focusing on for at the moment with this. You've all got very interesting backgrounds, all obviously contributing to this. What What are you hoping to gain from doing this carbon emissions map? Who's going to answer that one?
1: If we, uh, if we know the scale of the problem we have that the challenge is to be off off gas for instance to be decarbonized by what 2030 20, 2035 20, as soon as we can yeah and knowing the scale of the problem is really important
2: yeah it is so tell us about why you decided to set this up i mean it's obvious that we climate change is in the zone we need to be acting very fast very quickly but i have to know Stefan, why did you start this
0: um, well, basically I kept hearing there was lots of data out there, lots of people doing different things and I thought if we can find some way of bringing different people and different groups together on a sort of a shared project, then actually we can make a big difference to, to how we approach the, the, the climate response. And so basically I was chatting with, with Hugh, chatting with Shan I said let's just sit down and actually make this thing happen. And so That basically was the, was the driver behind the Cambridge Carbon Map uh, uh, initiative.
2: And presumably this hasn't happened before in Cambridge?
0: Uh, absolutely not no so this is quite
2: like, unique
0: you, you sort of assume it's such an obvious thing yeah. to do that someone would be doing it and then we looked around and realized no one was and we thought well let's if no one's gonna no one's doing it already let's get on and do it ourselves you know not wait around for someone else to have to do it so
2: and to any of you what what's i mean you've started this this is a this is a map that you have started this project has begun
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And what have you learned so far from it? Has I mean, you might not be able to give away areas that have high carbon emissions, but we were guessing this morning that maybe it's around st- the station or maybe it's around Trumpington Road. And I'm, I'm sure you can't identify it yet, or maybe you can, but what has surprised you so far?
3: Possibly how tricky it is to get this data in the first place. Uh, we could have hours of conversations about the, the details of... Uh, where the emissions are coming from and what you should count as part of the emissions for your institution. Uh, so we, when we decided to simplify it to even gas and electricity, that was still it, it's still hard to get those figures. So I, I think that's quite an important uh, message that... We want to achieve so much, but we can't even get these basic details uh, easily. So I think it's important that we, yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to bounce the question back to you. Mm. Um, do you know what the annual electricity and gas usage is of this studio?
2: No, I do not. I'm sure my station manager does, but well, I don't. I, yeah, you see, that's, that's what you want to get across, is it? Okay. So and
1: if, if we are finding it difficult, even just here in this building, to, to know the answer to that question, yeah. then what about... In big institutions, somebody quite possibly will know, but how so is it being then, centrally reported?
2: Yeah, okay, that's really interesting, because the, the word is, isn't it, data. If you start getting the data, you'll start understanding everything about it. But it, it's ironic, really, that we live in Cambridge and we have all these technology companies, but yet data is very hard to come by. I, that's something I don't quite understand. What happens there?
0: Uh, well, I think it's a case of, Everyone was waiting for someone else to make the first move. We finally made the first move. Now, lots of people are kind of getting in touch with us saying, great, can we go on the map? So I think it's all going to happen now, hopefully very quickly. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's a sort of general message, I think, with a lot of stuff with regard to climate, is that if someone's not doing it, then, you know, you don't need permission. Go, go you know, go and get a bunch of people together and go out and actually start start doing and start solving the problem.
1: You could say, for instance, that, oh, people need to insulate their homes and they need to, all these energy efficiency things, double glazing. But then, of course, we say, well, my house is all right. I'm not the problem. But how do we know unless we compare? Oh, that's interesting. I use twice as much gas as my next-door neighbour does. I wonder why. And we only really start to be aware of what Issues. You know, if, if, if you start measuring your blood sugar, you might discover that you've got a problem with, with, with diabetes. It, when it, you measure things, you learn.
2: Well, this is interesting. So it, it sounds like you've got a, a long way to go on this. and it, It's a digital carbon emissions map, isn't it? It's some, so when we say map, what do you mean by map? You're actually going to have a map of Cambridge and you're going to sort of spot the...
0: Yeah, so like you know, Google Maps where you go online, like how we got here today, um, and uh, a visual map. You can click on, the, on a particular, you know, a college or a, a business, and you'll be able to see the emissions. That's the. <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a it's a very sort of simple idea, but that's how it's going to work. You have to load it on your mobile phone. Uh, so wherever you are, you can be able to pull up in a moment's notice and see where the carbon emissions are across Cambridge. That's that's the vision.
2: And how you, you've, you've... I read somewhere that it's a project of collaboration between various groups in Cambridge from emergency services. You've got uh, schools, academics, students, companies, individuals as well. How hard do you think it is so far? You've said it's really hard, but... Do you think people will want to hold back because they don't want to be found out about this? Is this something that you've got? I mean, it sounds like a huge challenge, actually, thinking about it, but a very good challenge. Um, I don't think people want to hide things. I I I don't mean us. I mean, I was thinking more of companies, actually. (laughs) Right, right. uh, Because maybe they couldn't collect the data themselves. It's something that they've got to try and... I don't know, maybe they haven't got the facilities to collect the data.
3: exactly. Yeah, I think... You need to find the person who is keen within that organisation and really explain that it's not about calling people out or blaming them, but it's about shared information. And we're all living on the same planet and it uh, doesn't make sense to try and hide things from. Um, yeah, when it's something that will benefit us all.
1: There are things like... Um, we might read our gas meter once a month or even less often. Um, but if you read the gas meter perhaps once every 10 minutes then you might discover for a particular building that there's a huge amount of gas spent between 6am and 8am and then everybody comes in and opens the windows because the place is too hot. (laughs) Now, if you then measure gas usage with that granularity, you can perhaps really learn about, oh, gosh, maybe there's a problem here. Mm. Whereas if you measure the meter once a month, you don't find that out. So automating the... The reading of meters, as it were, with smart meters, but making the data really easily available so people with an interest can start plotting graphs and histograms and pie charts and and well, the more we've got lots of really clever people, lots of interested people in Cambridge, mm. and let's all have access to the data. So
2: how how do you how do you motivate people though to give you this data? That's something I find. That you can ask, you can ask the likes of us, red people, domestic and living in, and we can give you that reading because we have to. We we have smart meters. We are getting more aware of that. But how do you actually entice companies and bigger organisations like schools and infrastructure and transport? How do you get them motivated?
0: Like if you can imagine a map that essentially is coloured in with the people that have provided data, and if you are one of the areas that isn't coloured in. Um, then why not be coloured in like everybody else? It's like be part of the solution rather than sort of being the one holding back. That's the kind of way
1: we, we sort of look at it, to be honest. Mm. I, th- I think it's interesting if you approach a, a college, a Cambridge college, for instance, um, and ask for the data, well, if I try to do that, then well, that's one thing. But if students ask the question, then if the answer is no and the students say, well, why not? It's very powerful, actually, to get young people asking the question. I agree. And I think that in Cambridge we've got a, a, a lot of young people. And I don't know, Shan, have you found that uh, that you get listened to when you ask the question?
3: I, I would say so, yeah. Everyone's really keen. It's just them making it easier for them to know how to contribute. That's
2: I suppose you could ask the question, have you approached Cambridge University for their also carbon emissions? That's something that you've started, first of all, because they would be the ones to... if. Be an example, I suppose. Is that something that you've approached them? I'm sure you have.
1: Well, yes. Yeah. So Emily Shackbrooke, who's um, heading up the Cambridge Zero um, initiative, um, is has been saying, "Oh, this is great." Um, Uh, And she's got students now looking at the same data that we've been collecting and trying to come up with interesting ways of interrogating that data. Mm. Getting the data is one thing, but making sense of it is another. And that's where you need lots of people.
2: And you want to not, I suppose in many ways, you don't want to penalise companies, infrastructure people that maybe do have high emissions. And you want to make sure that they're aware of it so that there are people there to help them get it better i suppose
0: i think if people can kind of sort of change their approach to data so that it's about being open being public sharing in in the possible solutions and actually i think we can have all companies working very effectively collaborating with each other to solve what is essentially a a problem for all of us so why not work together
1: so this studio is is nice and warm and it's a cold morning outside presumably that there's a gas boiler somewhere
0: i
2: think so Yes. now
1: uh, we need to be off gas in the next five or ten years. Right. Um, it might be useful to know what the options are for getting off gas. And you might want to share ideas with other people in the buildings nearby and maybe come up with a solution that you could all share in. Um, what are the options? And the more we talk about it, the more the the issues are up front, um, then you start having discussions in the pub or discussions at the school gate or discussions just with your neighbours. Yeah. So. Um, but at the moment we're not having those discussions.
2: Yeah, it's a very good point, actually. It is about discussion, about getting the data in discussions. So where are you at the moment? Do you need more, obviously, more implant sort of sort of import from lots of people?
0: We need everybody who is interested in the idea to go to the website cambridgecarbonmap.org, uh, fill in the contact form and get involved. And I think, you know, this is a great opportunity to have everybody across Cambridgeshire playing a playing a part contributing data and really changing the way that Cambridge as a city responds to the climate uh, climate challenge.
2: I really like the idea of collaboration. I really do. I think if everyone knows how to help each other, it's not just helping with the litter or talking to people, which it is in the street, but it is that that's a really important issue, isn't it? And it's going to be with us for a very, very, very long time. In fact, forever. So it's very... Well, I'm I'm absolutely fascinated. Thank you very much indeed for coming in today. Thank you. I wish you all the best. And as I said, you need more collaboration with all organisations, including Cambridge 105 Radio. I think we're going to have to get them
0: on board as well. We'd love to have you on the map, yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Well, thank you very much indeed. This is Susie Thorpe. Cambridge 105 Radio.